You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A little over an hour from the puck dropping Game 3. Flyers-Canadians, of course, Matt Nay, not too kind to the Flyers. Go down 5 nothing to Montreal in that game. And joining us right now on the Swartz Carlton Hotline, the one and only Al Morgani. Al, it's, I'm talking to you in the, in the PM, man. What is going on? <laughs> Everything's different during a pandemic. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> point. Yeah, nothing, nothing is what it was. Yeah, it's bizarro world, that's for sure. Al, let me, let me ask you, first impression of the game Friday – was it Flyers overconfidence, just kind of the way things go sometimes in playoff series? How do you explain as lopsided a contest as that was? Well, I think it was kind of twofold. One, I do think they were smelling themselves a little bit after that first game. And I think what happened in the first game was when they played badly, Montreal couldn't take advantage. So I think sometimes if you don't think you have to, you have to go all out, you can get by. They couldn't get by. And secondly, I think um, I do think Montreal played pretty hard for a coach that you know the coach ended up in the hospital, Claude Julian. And I do think that they kind of ramped up their effort some for for Kirk Muller uh, behind the bench. So I think that had something to do with it. But but mostly it was I think the Flyers definitely didn't didn't have anywhere near an A effort, and they didn't have an A effort. To, now they have not had an A effort for one, two, three, four, four and a half periods. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. And here's the thing we know about them all season for the most part out. They usually respond from a loss. And we also know that Elaine Vigneault is not afraid to change things up, to shake it up, to push buttons. I mean, when you lose like that, it's not like they, they sort of lost 4-2 where they didn't play great, but they weren't all that exposed. They got embarrassed. So what do you think are some of the changes that he possibly could make, and how badly do you think he got into them you know, the last day or so? Well, unfortunately, nobody can get into this bubble, but I would suspect Ghost is out of the lineup, Ghost is spare. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's really struggled. Niskanen struggled, but I, you can't take him out of the lineup. So at, at the minimum, I, I, I'd be shocked to see Ghost spare in the lineup. And I think it's just a, a result of the way he played and the way he's been off and on during the season. And part of it just to get, just to change some things. But I think it, it would be should it happen, and I think it would warrant a change um, to to see how they play. Like with with that, he can tinker with lines, I suppose, or check back up. Not sure about Konechny. I'm suspecting Konechny to play, um, but who knows? In the, in the playoffs, you just never know. Um, I think he's going to load up on lines if he has to. Um, the one, the only real worry I had was. It was, very, it was very strange for me that Vigneault questioned Montreal using its power play late, its number one power play unit. Yeah, he went public When they were up it. by five goals. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I didn't understand that. I, I, I didn't understand if that was a shot at their, their coach, you know, Mueller, but, you know, maybe saying, well, the other guy wouldn't have done it. Or I, I, I saw no reason for that. If your power play is struggling like Montreal's has been, it made perfect sense to me mm. that you'd run out your, your top Is it a way really. to sort of publicly do it? I mean, you could do this behind the scenes too, but for his own players to say, hey, look what, look how little they but think of you. I don't understand what benefit you get from it. It's yeah. whining. I mean, it really, for a guy that's done everything right, it was like, it was very odd. Mm-hmm. Um, Is I don't he dislike Mueller? Dynamic. Is there something there yeah. with those two? I don't think so. I mean, you know, he's been a good soldier everywhere he's been. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, I think he was totally frustrated at the game. Mm-hmm. That may have just been as simple as that, that he was just completely frustrated at the game and then what happened and no non-response from people. And he's already gone the route. He's already used the push the buttons on the veterans. And we already know, you know, they've been on notice before. Giroux, Boracek, um, whomever. Couturier, yeah. yeah they, they've got to get their game up and running. Now, the boost they could get today with Lindbaum coming back to practice, I mean, that should give you, if you needed any emotional boost. But I'll tell you, Rob, it is a, uh, this bubble is an odd, is a, is a real odd thing. Yeah. Um, you see what, like, Washington's basically out of it. Yeah, already. they're down 3-0 for people. They're, don't they're down yeah. 3-0. The Bruins goalie's leaving. Yeah, Tuka Rask is gone. He didn't, they won yesterday despite it, but he, yeah, he Well, won. that's just it. They, yeah. You know, they won despite him. And, you know, and, and that's, you know, it's really weird um, the, with the reaction you're getting during this. And, and I'm hoping the Flyers, because they haven't won in so long, like forever, for, these guys never, mm-hmm. maybe they can generate some of the uh, emotion that some teams are having a hard time generating, especially Washington um, being unable to do it. Well, Al, I guess, and we're speaking with Al Morgani, how do, how do you get – what would you? Do? I, I mean, this this may be something you you, you can't. It's got to be organic. But what would you do to try to get Giroux or Couturier or Konechny if he's in the lineup? How do you get these guys rolling? I mean, it's it's been well, Konechny, Konechny will play on emotion. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there'll be a problem there. Giroux, the thing with Giroux and Couturier, I mean, their defensive play is so it's hard to really come down on on them. I think the guy that would take the heat would be Hayes. Okay. Um, if if that. If it turns out that way, I mean, he, you know, his, his, his playoff performances in the past haven't been a level, whatever. And we saw how much he means to them in terms of emotion when he kills penalties. He's been, he's such an emotional player. I, I think he'd be the one that you can say, well, we really need more there because you're not locking down certain people like this other line is. I, I think that's, that's where I know Giroux's the favorite target and I can understand that. I mean, he's really, if you look at his playoff numbers in the recent past, it, well, since the Pittsburgh series, really. That's eight years one. ago, that Pittsburgh yeah. series. Well, I mean, they haven't got – I mean, you know, he, he wears that seat. Yep. And so he's going to get some of it. But I, but I do think Hayes is going to be a, a real key element in this thing. They simply have to get better shot. I mean, Carey Price, you know, played well, but I don't remember, like, 10 bell saves. <laughs> I didn't think they really – I mean, right. He can make things. He made easy, one it, great it, it, save in yeah. game one, like ridiculous stick save in, in game yeah. one. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they really haven't made a move. And, and I think that's what they're going to, you know, you can say dirty goals all you want in front of the net, but most goals in this league anymore are scored from passing plays in front. And I think that's what they'll have to get them moving side to side or whatever. I mean, you can, yeah, yeah, sure. That they'll, they'll have to go at them a little bit. And, and I would suspect both teams, this four check will be really hard tonight. And I thought that I thought the Flyers would be a little more 
destructive that way um, in terms of kind of strafing runs. I'm not saying take the goalie out, but pressuring, mm-hmm. uh, pressuring them because he's so good with the puck also. So I think that will be, if that's not a overall game plan, I think it will be an individual plan on the on some forwards part. Al, for people who maybe either didn't pay attention or have forgotten, quite frankly, there were you know you had four months off, so it's hard to remember you know all the other teams other than the Flyers. But Montreal only had seventy one points during the regular season. In comparison, the Flyers had eighty nine. So, uh, is this a team that got healthy that we? underestimated i mean they are a 12 seed so w- w- what is it about montreal because it looks like even in that first game you know the flyers won but that was a that was a toe-to-toe battle it's not like yeah, they ran it's, through it's them. a team that got young believe it or not it's a team that at the trade deadline moved some people and then it made room for the i mean this kid suzuki and kokiemi i mean they, they've got some kids yeah that, they're 20 you know in this in this league kids kids aren't kids at 20 in this league mm-hmm. and this suzuki's been a real find and i think that i think they're too young to even well, they're too, they're too young to realize some of the pressure, but in a bubble, I don't even know that there's that pressure. You know, those, those games would have been in Philly, um, the first couple. And, you know, now they're neutral um, with nobody there. And their their kids have really played well. I, I, I do think, though, that their defense relies so heavily on a couple of veterans up front, notably Weber. As it go, If it's longer the series, I think the Flyers will be able to take advantage of what should be a bit of a worn down defense. So I think that's where the forechecking will come in, pressure will come in. But the difference in this team is since the trade deadline, and we see this in all sports when a team looks like it's kind of out of it mm-hmm. and they make a move and then the energy they get from the people they put in. You know, when, when, you, when you miss somebody, it's like Boston loses their goaltender. You know, things happen. Uh, six is Lou Simmons. I mean, you know, people forget the Eagles won a Super Bowl <laughs> because <laughs> after they were missing somebody. So there is there is something to that, uh, to you know, losing a coach in this case, to to guys playing at a yeah, little a good point. bit higher level. Yeah, no, it's an interesting point. So l- let me ask you, I'll, I'll first ask you what you would do. Would you shake anything up on the top lines, and what do you think that Elaine Vigneault might do to to kind of get things going? If I got more? behind, I would. I would. Uh, okay. I would. Uh, I would put Borchek back up. Um, I would probably mess more with a with a power play on what side Giroux was on, maybe it moves from side moving him. Okay. But I, I don't think I, I think I'd wait. I think I would, I would assume they're going to come out and play better. So I don't have to alter too much. Mm-hmm. I would make that move on defense for sure. And then I would just, I would just see where, where you go. If you need anything, he has the luxury of having moved people pieces before. So he's got plenty of pieces that, that, that he can move around. Um, and, and put put people. The other the other guy is um, JVR, who kind of gets under the radar because you know he's not he's a veteran, but he hasn't been he was here left and you know hasn't been here for the whole time. Yeah. But they really need him. Uh, he got kind of just strangled out of the play uh, for for large large portions of the game. So I would. Uh, it's funny with him. I, I if you risk with him if he goes up on a top, that you know he's going to hurt you, but. I think if you really need that offense, he's worth the risk, you know, especially in close at price. He's a guy that could really be a game changer for you. Yeah, and look, I, I didn't love that signing to begin with. He's going to have to start giving him something, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, woof. Um, let me ask you, just general, what do you think about the bubble, the way that things have been handled, the way the games, we know there's not fans in the stands, there's some you Yeah, know, some the games, I mean, when they get going, the games have been good. Um, you have the five overtimes, you can, you can see it. 
I, I do think there's something to like, I don't know what's going on with the goaltender in Boston, Tuka Rask, but you know, for him to say that it'll just lack something, I think with Washington, maybe it lacks something. I think it's the attitude you bring in, mm-hmm. um, you bring into it. But I think you're seeing it, the longer you go in it, the more it's like you wonder about, you know, you want to get out of it. You're human, you're human after all. And you're, you're kind of in this. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it affects different people different ways. I think the younger you are, the better. Yeah, no not, um, no is, kids or, st- or family yeah, or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The younger you are, the better. Um, and Or, you know, your last kick at the can type of thing. Like for Carey Price, I mean, if, this would be unbelievable, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. If he manages to win this series, be, whether he wins a cup or not, I mean, another, another feather and already feathered cap for him. So, I mean, it's a... It's a terrific, uh, it's a terrific proving neutral proving ground. As a as a viewer, I'm not minded it at all. Um, it, it, it's, I mean, the hockey's been good. The, uh, you know, there's been emotion. There's been fights. There's, it's been all of that. So I mean, I, I don't I don't see it, but I can see as a player, especially if you get behind in a series, uh, an inability to crank it back up. Yeah, I I I'm I agree with you. Like first of all, I've loved the fact that it's. You know, you have games all day long. Number one is is just flat out awesome. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't. I, I, as someone watching it at home, the lack of crowd and the and the, I don't think the networks have gone over the top with piping in the noise. Like it's it, I'm okay with it. I mean, I guess too. I also appreciate the fact that we didn't have it for four and a half months. So I'm I'm willing yeah. to bend a little bit. Yeah, you do miss the. In hockey, you can kind of feel the, even on TV, you can feel the place roaring yeah i mean you know you can you could just he just knew it you, the, the crowd shots they were done you know they were done so you could tell and, and you know you would definitely have had to you know, you've removed all those ghosts from montreal as if there's any left after they left the forum but any of that stuff and, and you know the, the other stuff that goes around and playing a playoff series in montreal or you know all of that is gone and even if you're in the city like toronto if there's no fans there's no city <laughs> yeah so so i mean it changed all that but i but I, I, I think the games have been really good games, and you know, you know, they really competitive, um, and the goaltending's been very, very good. So I, I have no, I have no gripes with the on ice product at all. I think it's been, uh, I think it's been, I think they've done a really good job televising it too. I have no, uh, no issue with that. I, I mean, you can miss some stuff, especially when the guys are here doing the local game, not the national. Mm-hmm. You may miss some stuff. But really, in all sports, I think they've done a pretty good job. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I want to get a prediction in a second, but you mentioned the Rask thing. And, look, I, I'm one on who's always been on record as saying, hey, someone doesn't feel comfortable, they're worried about their health, their family, whatever, by all means, opt out. I have no criticism for him. But the only thing I would say about the Rask situation is it's like, why even start? Unless something comes up in your family where it's an emergency and you have to go, I thought the timing was a little bit strange. And, and, and especially after he – and you and I talked about this – I think on the overlap show during the week, like the timing on the heels of him saying, yeah, this is kind of like a, a warm up and it's nonsense. Like what? It, it was kind of strange to me, the timing of all of it, I guess. Yeah, that, that was, that should have been a warning sign, I guess. And the fact that he, he didn't go to the coach, he went to the front office to say he was leaving. Um, I suspect there's something more to it with his family. I don't know. That's why it's so dangerous in this to like, you know, fans go crazy over right. it. it. It's, it's really, you really don't know. We're in a town, of, we're in a time of don't know of anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, 
I question whether you should come down, like people that are coming down really heavily on them. I, I don't know. I don't think that that's fair until we're not told anything. Yeah, you need a full so, story, and we don't get yeah. any of that kind of information because this is, this is no HIPAA protected in, in some ways. Yep. So it's, it's, it's weird. I'll give you it's weird. Um, and while he's a goalie, so it's going to be weird anyway. <laughs> but he's, uh, but he's, uh, you know, but it was unusual for him to say it didn't feel like you could almost tell like there was something going on, like he didn't want to be there even before he said he was leaving. Yeah. It's like if, if you're not completely into it, don't, I don't go. think he was forced out or anything, right. you know, by saying anything like that. And that's a huge loss, man. That's a, that's a, you know, that's, that's, he's your number one guy. No, so you don't even look at the Flyers. You got a goalie gone there. You got a coach gone in Montreal. You've got Svechnikov maybe down in Carolina. Mm-hmm. You've got Washington possibly gone. Man, there's a lot of doors that they can that they can go through right now. Yeah, it's it's setting up if they can survive this. It's setting up pretty nicely. So that leads to tonight, Al. So what's uh what's your sense of how this thing plays out? Series evened at one. It was ugly last game for sure for the Flyers. What do you think happens tonight? Well, trying to predict hockey is impossible, but I I would be tempted to say that I, I think there's going to be goals in this game, despite the two goaltenders. I think there's going to be goals. Um, and I think the Flyers have the advantage there. I, I And despite the fact that they're two really great goaltenders, uh, I like the Flyers in this one let's say five to three okay. and that's a ton of goals that's a lot teams. with these two yeah that's a lot so, so that is a really uh that is a bizarre prediction i just i just have a feeling that they're going to come out all wound up and and you know power plays well i think that they'll there'll be some power play opportunities so i'm I really go out on a limb that far with these teams to predict that many goals but but I think there's going to be a flurry of goals. But that's interesting, too, because we, we know – I know they got one in game one. The power play has been an issue. It was an issue even when they were winning, you know, the games yeah, against which, Tampa. Yeah, which is, it was an issue for the other side, too, which is sure. why they used that number one power play. You hey, don't tell so, Elaine Vigneault that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we'll – We'll see what happens. And having right. said that, now we'll see a one nothing game. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Al, we appreciate it, man. It was fun talking to you when it's you know not the crack of dawn. So so I, I right. always fun. Thank you, Al. Have a great night. No man. worries. All right, okay. you got it. You can catch Al, of course, along with Angelo, Ria, and the morning team coming up tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.